let's get ready to study God's Word. to one and all. Welcome to another episode of Rightly Divide the Word of Truth. This is Andrew S. Baker, and it's time for another devotional study. Please be sure to visit us at biblestudy.asbzone.com, where you can find links to our previous episodes and various Bible study resources. Let's have a word of prayer before we get into our study today. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for all that you have done for us. We want to ask for your forgiveness and for your cleansing. And we pray, Lord, that as we enter into this study, that it will be to your name's honor and glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Our passage for this study, which is entitled, By Many or By Few, is to be found in 1 Samuel 14, verses 6 and 7. And Jonathan said to the young man that bare his armor, Come, And let us go over unto the garrison of these uncircumcised. It may be that the Lord will work for us. For there is no restraint to the Lord to save by many or by few. And his armor bearer said unto him, Do all that is in thine heart. Turn thee. Behold, I am with thee according to thy heart. By many or by few. So let's look at the background of this story found in 1 Samuel chapter 14. King Saul has gathered a set of people together and fought against the Philistines. He had 2,000 with him and 1,000 with Jonathan. And Jonathan fought and they got a victory. And and Saul, exhibiting tendencies he would exhibit a lot later against David, kind of gets a little bit jealous of the fact that... that, uh, his son had done this, and he doesn't press the battle to the advantage. He does not just go out and get rid of the Philistines from the land. He kind of lets the matter sit. Some people go home, and very soon, it's only 600 people with him together. They're all now in one place. There's 600 of them, and they're sitting around. Jonathan thinks to himself, this is silly. And so Jonathan moves off a little ways with his armor bearer, And Jonathan is praying about the situation, and he finally decides we need to move forward. And the armor bearer says, I'm with you. I have your back. Because Jonathan says, there's there's no reason. The Lord is not constrained by winning conflicts with a lot of people or a little bit of people. So Jonathan actually goes by himself, and the armor bearer has his support. And this story uh, came up recently when we were discussing something that is often discussed. Um, I talk to young people often, and not only young people, this question comes up with a variety of people, but especially with the young people. Young people sometimes get on fire for God uh, for a variety of reasons, Um, often because they have gone to some sort of a convocation and they have been revitalized and they have made commitments with God and they're prepared to go forward and do something but they go back to their churches that are not doing anything. And they say, 
what can we do? Our church is dead, or people don't cooperate, or nobody wants to help, or no one wants to do this or that. And they say, what can we do? And this story in the Bible especially appeals to me because it says that sometimes the answer to what do we do to get other people involved is to start doing something by many or by few. We like to wait until a lot of people are prepared to do something because many hands make light work. But sometimes people need to see something working before they'll jump on it. And yes, there are too many bandwagon hoppers. Yes, the Great Commission went to everyone. But let's be fair. Not everybody's a leader. There are many followers. And sometimes in order to get followers on your side, following what you're doing, right? Because at the end of the day, we're all following Christ. But in order to get people on who aren't leaders, you can't expect them to move from sheer motivation. You can't expect them to lead the charge when they don't see how things are going to play out. Sometimes you have to lead it. You have to start it. You have to engage it, initiate it, and let them come along. You'll notice in this account that it's not the armor bearer that comes up with the idea. It's Jonathan that comes up with the idea. But when Jonathan comes up with the idea, the armor bearer is all in. The armor bearer is willing to hazard his life according to the conviction and direction of Jonathan. Your church, more than likely, has a lot of armor bearers. Almost certainly, it has more armor bearers than it has Jonathan's. God may be calling you to be that Jonathan. I'm not just saying that you should, as soon as you get conviction on something, just go at it alone. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying don't wait for Jonathan to show up. Be Jonathan. Jonathan prayed about it. Right? Jonathan prayed about it. And he set forth a scenario that the Lord honored. Verses 8 through 10. Then said Jonathan, Behold, we will pass over unto these men, and we will discover ourselves unto them. I love the way the King James says that. If they say thus unto us, Tarry until we come to you, then we will stand still in our place and will not go up to them. But if they say thus, Come up unto us, then we will go up, for the Lord hath delivered them into our hand, and this shall be a sign unto us. Okay? He's prayed about this. He's asked the Lord for a condition that shows him the way forward. He's either asked the condition, and the Lord told him what the condition would be, or he has presented a condition to the Lord, as Gideon did with the fleece, and the Lord has okayed the condition that has been put forth to him. That part is not made plain to us. What's made plain is that he is moving in the fear of God. And if God shows him the sign that he should press forward, he will. When it comes to doing evangelistic work, outreach, any kind of missionary endeavor, it is appropriate to bring that information, bring back the suggestions to the church body, to the church leadership. But understand, 
that many times people are not going to just get all on board. They are going to support you if you do something. They may support you if you do something, but they may not get in side by side until they see something moving. So it is incumbent upon you as the person who has been inspired to move in a particular direction in the first place to seek counsel of God on how to move forward, to go in the strength of God and let other people get on board. This battle, if you read this chapter, when you read this chapter, you will find that this battle starts out with just Jonathan and his armor bearer. And as the noise of that conflict reached the camp, Saul tried to figure out who was missing, which, by the way, is kind of funny. He had to take count to figure out that his son was the one that was missing. Right? It says in in verse 16, it says, And the watchmen of Saul and Gibeah of Benjamin looked, and behold, the multitude melted away. And they went on beating down one another. Then said Saul unto the people that were with him, Number now, and see who is gone from us. And when they had numbered, behold, Jonathan and his armor-bearer were not there. (laughs) Six hundred men, and he lost track of his son and his son's armor-bearer. Jonathan led the charge in the fear of God. On account of that, all of the rest of people are going to get involved. And yes, I'm kind of glossing over Saul's attitude about the whole thing and the the impetus for him getting involved. But the truth of the matter is, Jonathan got this thing started because Jonathan felt the conviction on his heart and Jonathan moved in the fear of God. And then other people got involved. Because Jonathan had waited for a while and nothing had happened. No involvement of any kind had taken place. But now he takes steps and other people get on board. Sometimes you just have to do the work that's there and you have to work in the scope that you have. If it's you alone working, you work in a scope that makes sense for one person. As other people see it and are inspired to help and to cooperate, they catch the vision You can expand the scope to include or to support the number of people that are involved. Sometimes the whole church gets on board, or at least the better part of the church gets involved and on board, and then you can make more headway, right? It doesn't always happen that way, and sometimes when the church gets involved, that adds a layer of of, uh, confusion because they attempt to formalize some things that didn't need it. And in truth, this story is a good example where once the whole group got involved, extra things happened that weren't happening when it was just Jonathan and his armor bearer. But the point I'm making and the thing we need to consider, the primary point I'm making, because there are a lot of points and I wanted to make those as well, the primary point that I'm making is that when we're under conviction of God to move forward, we should move forward with the resources we have now and seek God and his strength to obtain additional resources to move 
in a direction that is appropriate. Waiting for everybody to get in gear to be able to move forward. Most times it's not going to work the way you think. Starting something in a scope that is manageable for you as though you would be the only person dealing with it and then letting other people catch that vision and join in, that may be what you have to do because there are more armor bearers than there are Jonathans. And if you have a choice, it is better to be Jonathan than the armor bearer. No slight against the armor bearer and there will be opportunity for you to be an armor bearer sometimes because sometimes someone else is going to catch a conviction and they're going to start something up right in your presence. And it would be quite appropriate for you to say, let's move forward in the fear of God, according to the desire of your heart. Okay. But when you're the one with the conviction, the choice you should make is that of Jonathan, not of the armor bearer, because the armor bearer is not the one that gets things started. He's the one that jumps on the bandwagon to help get things going, to help move things forward, right? It is not always helpful, or I should say it's rarely helpful, to simply lament the lack of support. Instead, move forward as you can by God's grace. Because trust me, you plus God is a majority. Move forward by God's grace. Seek to advance the cause of God and let other people see it and catch that vision and get on board that bandwagon and come out of the holes and the rocks that they've been hiding in. And great things can be accomplished in the name of God if we're willing to move forward and not just wait until everybody gets it. Our memory verse, memory verse, devotional verse, 1 Samuel 14, 6 and 7. And Jonathan said to the young man that bare his armor, Come, and let us go over unto the garrison of these uncircumcised. It may be that the Lord will work for us, for there is no restraint to the Lord to save by many or by few. And his armor bearer said unto him, Do all that is in thine heart. Turn thee, behold, I am with thee, according to thy heart. Let's have a word of prayer as we close. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for your many blessings. We thank you for these little tidbits from your word that help us to understand how we need to move forward when things need to happen instead of just waiting for someone else to do it or for enough people to support it. We pray, Lord, that... Uh, We will hold fast to your promises, and we pray that we'll look at these examples in addition to just precepts, that we will be able to move forward by your grace. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks again for listening to this podcast. You can reach us via email at biblequestions at asbzone.com. We look forward to hearing from you, whether you have questions, comments, suggestions, or concerns. We also recommend that you check out the True Wisdom Podcast, where Robert and I discuss Bible stories and topics together. Both of these podcasts can be found on over a dozen platforms, including Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. And we have done 
this podcast on Jonathan very early in the days of true wisdom. So it's worth listening to it as well. Please remember our ministries in your prayers. Until we meet again next time, may God richly bless you as you prayerfully study and share his holy word.